0: Hey, welcome to our October podcast. I'm Jeff Sherfield, your president-elect of the Indiana Beef Cattle Association. And today our guest will actually be Joe Moore, our executive director. But before we start, I just want to send out some uh, thoughts and prayers to those uh, folks in northern Indiana. I know our, uh, our vice president, Kelly Sheese, of the Indiana Beef Cattle Association, I know they had snow last night. Uh, several inches actually and I know they were without power and I believe a lot of their corn went down so I'm sure they weren't the only operation in that part of the state that uh, had some issues last night Uh, so our thoughts and prayers go out to those. Wow okay so back to you Joe Uh, welcome to the podcast and uh, I don't think a lot of people out there listening maybe except for our own board knows what the makeup of the IBC office is so okay. uh, we'll start with uh, you telling us a little bit about the makeup of the office and where you're located. All right well good morning Jeff. Uh, pleasure to be on this morning. The, um, the IBCA
1: office and the IBC office is uh, the same. Um, we're located at 8425 Keystone Crossing Boulevard which is just south of 86th Street across from the Fashion Mall. And um, we are in a building that is actually owned by the Indiana Soybean Alliance. They are our landlord. We moved in here in 2015 when they purchased the building. And they built out our space here on the second floor to our specs. And we've been here, I guess, for seven years now. Um, We are a staff of uh, four. There is myself. I have an executive assistant and special events person. That's Megan Wiley. Um, we have a uh, consumer education and producer relations director, and that's Emma Melcher. And then our finance director is uh, Greg Kopke. And so we all work for both organizations.
0: Okay. I know, uh, Joe, that again, uh, a lot of people maybe not aware of just how big the actual board of directors are Uh and I don't necessarily need name by name. Could you uh, tell us a little bit about uh, the makeup of our board of directors? Sure. Um, if I think we have 31
1: members on the board. Um, 10 of them um, are elected area directors from the 10 different uh, Purdue Extension areas. Um, those board members serve a three-year term and uh, they are elected by the producers in that geographical region. Um, they are eligible for uh, a six-year term. They're eligible to be reelected one time. And then we have um, members from allied industry, the packing house, uh, markets, um, education. Purdue Extension has a board member, Farm Bureau. Um, And then we have our um, executive team who are also elected um, at the annual convention, which is our president, uh, vice president, president president-elect, past president, um, promotions committee chair, which is the council side, and then our membership chair on the uh, policy side.
0: Now, uh, we also have, which is part of our entity, uh, the Indiana Beef Council, uh, which is also under you know the same office, is that the same board that represents the Beef Council as well as the Indiana Beef Cattle Association? And are there other states that do it this same way? Right. Um, there sure are. And it
1: is the same board that represent both organizations here. And that is in our bylaws. Um, states sometimes do it differently. I believe Ohio has a separate board on their checkoff side than they do on their policy side. Um, Indiana long ago uh, decided that the same board would represent both organizations. So it's always been that way here in Indiana. We are what's called a two-hat state, meaning that um, the office here does the work for both organizations, and we submit timesheets um, to USDA and to the Cattlemen's Beef Board, and those timesheets determine what percentage of the office overhead that each organization pays. So it's all based on hours worked.
0: Yeah, it's kind of can be a little complica- complicated at time, but we get it, uh, I also know that starting in November, about the 1st, all the way, cause that's when beef Congress uh, entries are due, all the way through January 21st, things- Pretty busy with the Indiana Beef Cattle Association, uh, maybe not quite as busy as the 18 days of the Indiana State Fair, but needless to say, several months of activities. Indiana the State Fair. <laughs> right.
1: Uh, yeah, you know, um, we are currently in the process of taking a lot of registrations right now for Hoosier Beef Congress. Um, we're coming up very quickly. We've had a lot of meetings here coming up very quickly on that November 1st deadline. Uh, There's a lot of other stuff that has to happen to to make that event work. Uh, Sponsorships, trade show, uh, volunteers have to be assembled and put where they need to be. And um, it's not a task that we do all by ourselves here. We got a great committee. We got great leadership that helps um, put all this together. We have a new program this year where people are uh, registering online. So that puts a new kind of twist on this year's event as well. Area meetings. Yep. Um, Area meetings this year, um, all but two area directors have scheduled theirs for December. So as soon as Beef Congress is over on the uh, 4th, we start area meetings that week. So we'll have eight area meetings before Christmas. And uh, hopefully that'll bode well for our travel because traveling in January tends to be a little more dicey than in December. So we'll have two meetings uh, after the first of the year and prior, we'll have them all wrapped up prior to our um, convention on January 21st.
0: Okay. Which leads us right into convention uh, on the 21st. And I believe that's uh, the, the Sheraton hotel. And if you could tell us a little bit about exactly where that hotel is located, sure. uh, what time those activities start and who the presenters are this year. Well, the Sheraton hotel is uh officially the Sheraton Indianapolis Keystone
1: at the Crossing. So it's real close to our office. It's um, at the Fashion Mall, right behind the Fashion Mall, actually. And we've had our convention there the last three years, maybe four. Um, Very nice facility. They treat us very well. Um, It's a kind of a two-day thing. Uh, We'll have a a, a social event uh, on Friday, the 20th. That'll begin at 7 p.m. on the 1st. Um, level of the hotel, and uh, we'll have, you know, an open bar, and we'll have snacks, and um, people can come in the night before the convention that want to spend the night, and gives them an opportunity to visit with people maybe they haven't seen for a while, and then on Saturday morning, the day of the convention on the 21st, um, registration will open at 7.30 in the morning, and um, we'll have our first uh, breakout session beginning at 8.45, um, and that breakout station will probably be, um, the having, uh, demonstration and discussion that you had, uh, promoted at the convention committee meeting. Um, <clears throat> we'll also have, um, several breed associations conducting their annual, um, business meetings that morning too. Um, we'll have, um, the Charlet, um, Simmental, Shorthorn, um, and the main Anju people uh, will be meeting that morning. Um, and then the second uh, breakout in the morning will be um, the president of NCBA, Don Scheffelbein, will um, give a presentation on the state and national partnership that we have with NCBA and um, kind of give the everybody an update on what's coming up on their convention in uh, just a couple weeks from there. And then we'll have... Uh, uh, lunch and we'll do some um, uh, industry updates from uh, College of Ag at Purdue. We'll have the Indiana State Department of Agriculture here for an update. Um, Dr. Marsh from the Board of Animal Health will give an update. Um, so it's, it's very interesting. Um, a lot of information uh, throughout the course of the day. In the afternoon, we're going to hopefully be able to do a freezer beef panel. We know a lot of producers sell freezer beef so we'll hope to have a discussion um, with someone from processing, uh, a producer or two that's um, in the freezer beef business. And uh, we'll have a, a good moderator to, to, to kind of move that discussion along. And then we're still working on trying to find um, someone to come in and talk about wine and beef and maybe go over pairings um, for people. Uh, between wine and different types of beef dishes then from there we'll go into our social hour we'll have dinner we'll do the uh, annual awards for um, the Indiana Beef Cattle Association and then we'll have some entertainment we got a after dinner speaker is uh, Dr. Jason Lusk, uh, Purdue Ag Economist Uh, very well published and very interesting to listen to I highly recommend people coming if just for dinner and to see Dr. Lusk so Um, It'd be a long day. It's a big day. Uh, We start early in the morning, and we'll wrap things up probably around 9 or 9.30 that night.
0: When will registration start for that, uh, Joe? We open
1: registrations the 1st of November.
0: Okay, right after the Beef
1: Congress ends their registration. The same time we close uh, early registration for Beef Congress, we'll open registrations for convention. And uh, I guess maybe registrar- I was through the IBCA website and plus and the newsletter, co- it'll have the registration link on it. Right.
0: And the cost for that event um,
1: for um, all day is one hundred dollars. And uh, then you can also do a dinner just an afternoon and evening. I think that's 60 or you can do the morning and lunch and that's forty dollars. Uh, we have a special rate for juniors. I believe that's fifty dollars uh, for all day. Um, and, you know, we'll have, um, you know, between now and, and convention, we'll, we'll be out looking for sponsorships and, um, trade show vendors. And it's, um, it's quite a bit to put together actually between now and beef Congress. And then the end of January.
0: Sounds like a busy several months. And, uh, I know that with the staff we have, uh, we'll get through it with flying colors So Joe, thanks for being on. Uh, today. For next month's podcast, I want to share some information I think is both going to be educational, exciting. I'm going to have on a gentleman by the name of Carson Sleep from South Dakota, and uh, their their family operates a cattle operation, and they lease well over 30,000 acres of government forest land, and we'll talk about how different things are out west compared to here in Indiana, and I think everybody will find that uh, quite interesting. As always, please consider becoming a member of the Indiana Beef Cattle Association. Information can be found on our website or calling the office. So I hope everyone has a a great fall week and uh, be looking forward to next month's podcast. Thank you.